RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. The top stories. The government says its planned digital vaccination record will eventually pave the way for cross-border travel. A medical expert advising the government on the pandemic moves to allay doubts about the vaccine programme. And the US Secretary of State criticises China for failing to share information that might explain where the pandemic began. Civil Service Secretary Patrick Nip, who's in charge of the COVID vaccination programme, says the five community centres providing the Sinovac jab won't be operating at full capacity when they open on Friday, but the inoculation quotas will be increased over time. Um, we would uh, launch the vaccination programme gradually and in phases. So uh, at first, they may not be in uh, full capacity because we want to get the workflow um, you know, smooth uh, the, um, the healthcare workers engage in the uh, inoculation, um, you know, uh, get used to it. And also um, the public uh, knows about the uh, procedures, uh, including, you know, uh, each and every step and the documents that they need to bring and, uh, you know, uh, the points to note after vaccination, etc. The minister added that by mid-March, up to 1,500 private clinics will also be administering the Sinovac vaccine. He said those given priority for the shots can make appointments with the clinics directly instead of doing it through the government's system online. Mr Nitt said the government's planned digital vaccination record would pave the way for cross-border travel to resume in future. He said people were understandably concerned whether travel restrictions could be relaxed, but there's still no immediate answer to this. Mr Nitt said the SAR government will continue to discuss the matter with the mainland authorities. It's important for us to exchange uh, views and uh, suggestions between the two sides because uh, both of us are also very concerned about our respective uh, epidemic situations. And uh, the, uh, the number one priority is to get our epidemic under control, getting, uh, you know, uh, no further outbreak, etc. So we'll continue our engagement with the mainland authority and we hope that, uh, of course, just like everyone, uh, we want to see uh, cross-boundary or cross-border travel as early as possible. But... Uh, we have to do our job uh, well first. A medical expert advising the government on the pandemic has moved to allay public concerns about the vaccination programme. Professor David Hoy from the Chinese University said vaccines don't prevent people from catching the virus but do reduce the chance of developing symptoms or even complications. Professor Hoy explained how the vaccines would protect people. Those who have received the vaccination, even if they have become infected, the illness will be very mild and there is very low chance of developing complications. So the more people taking part in the vaccination program, uh, the higher chance that we will build up the herd immunity in the community. So hopefully uh, by the end of the year or even before the end of the year, if more than 70% of the local population actually have received the vaccine, then hopefully the herd immunity will appear and we will see less and less community outbreaks. He said the SAR doesn't have to wait until most people have been vaccinated before easing anti-epidemic measures, and some curbs can be lifted if the city records zero or single-digit new cases for 14 days. The DAB says it plans to suggest that Beijing allow Hong Kongers to go to Sanjun to get mainland-made coronavirus vaccines that aren't available in Hong Kong. The pro-establishment party is also suggesting that Hong Kongers who've been inoculated and proven to have antibodies against COVID-19 should be exempted from quarantine when they cross the border. It says these travellers can be tested for the virus and receive a health code to certify that they're virus-free. 
The US Secretary of State Antony Blinken has criticised China for failing to share information that might shed light on the origins of the coronavirus. A World Health Organization team recently spent four weeks in Wuhan where the virus was first reported, but two of the scientists said China did not allow them full access. Mr Blinken said greater transparency was vital. All countries must make available all data from the earliest days of any outbreak. And going forward, all countries should participate in a transparent and robust process for preventing and responding to health emergencies. So the world learns as much as possible as soon as possible. Transparency, information sharing, access for international experts, these must be the hallmarks of our common approach to what is truly a global challenge. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past one. The G7 group of wealthy countries has promised a total of seven and a half billion US dollars to help the rest of the world get coronavirus vaccines. The increased funding was agreed at a virtual summit. The jabs will be distributed through the UN's COVAX scheme, which isn't expected to start deliveries until the end of the month. The BBC's James Landale reports. For many months, some countries in the West have focused on tackling COVID-19 at home. But today, they lifted their eyes more to the horizon. Leaders of the G7 group of nations agreed to accelerate the deployment of vaccines around the world. And Boris Johnson promised the UK would give COVAX a majority of its vaccine surplus without saying how much or when. Critics accused the G7 of playing catch-up. The Anti-Poverty One campaign said it beggared belief that a handful of countries had a billion more vaccines than they needed, while 130 countries had none. To sport and in tennis, the lineup is complete for tomorrow's men's final at the Australian Open in Melbourne. The eight-time champion Novak Djokovic will face Daniil Medvedev, who's in only his second Grand Slam final. But Medvedev is now on a 20-match unbeaten run after beating Stefanos Tsitsipas in straight sets in yesterday's semi-finals 6-4, 6-2, The Russian fourth seed says he hopes to keep the momentum going. I'm going to have this, you know, in my record book, not uh, in the record books of tennis because we have Novak, Roger, and they have a lot of wins. But uh, at least uh, for me, it's a great achievement. And I mean, to be honest, before Paris, Percy, I was feeling horrible um, in my tennis. I was uh, losing some tight matches where I didn't feel my game on top. And I think, yeah, with just uh, hard work, I managed to turn it on. Uh, so far, uh, it doesn't turn off. Uh, hopefully, I can keep the momentum going a little bit. In today's action, Naomi Osaka goes for her fourth Grand Slam victory in the women's final. On the other side of the court is the American Jennifer Brady. She's playing in her first Grand Slam final and says she's earned her place. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm in disbelief. You know, I've definitely been practicing hard. I've, I've, I think I've earned the, the right to be sitting here, to be playing in a final, in a Grand Slam final on Saturday. I just think it's crazy to believe. Like, you don't think about what it feels like if you were in that situation. To the English Premier League and there's derby action in the early hours of tomorrow when champions Liverpool attempt to turn around their disappointing league form with the visit of Everton. Liverpool's Senegal forward Sadio Mane admits their controversial last meeting in October in which Virgil van Dijk and Thiago Alcantara suffered injuries is not the best memory. I think this game was... Many specific things happened this game. For sure it was not uh, the best moment of memory from the beginning of the season. In football, you have to expect everything because everything can happen. And uh, one of the best defenders in the world from us got injury. And Chago was his first game with us and he got injury for a while. And uh, tight 
uh, offside dis disallowed goal and uh, it was it was complicated but uh, yeah like i said now it's part is is a pass let's see what's going to happen but for sure we will try to do everything possible to win the game Manchester City attempt to continue their record-breaking run of 17 consecutive victories when they visit Arsenal tomorrow night. They're already in one cup final and are preparing to continue their Champions League campaign against Borussia Mönchengladbach in midweek. With a 10-point lead in the league, the question for manager Pep Guardiola is, can they possibly win all the major trophies? In the past, we didn't think about that. We don't think about that. Just playing the next game, so... All the good results are consequent from something, not just for the, we don't compete here to break the records, we do something similar. So we just try to win in games, play good and win in games. Golf now and Sam Burns matched the 36-hole course record at Riviera, firing a 5-under par 66 to seize a five-stroke lead at the US PGA Genesis Invitational. The 24-year-old American is on 12-under 130 at the halfway mark. World number one Dustin Johnson, the reigning Masters champion, shot 67 to share second on 135, with fellow Americans Tyler McCumber and Jason Cockrack and Chile's Joaquin Niemann. Three-time major winner Jordan Spieth was on 136th, with fellow Americans Max Homer and Wyndham Clark. Basketball now and Canada's Jamal Murray scored a regular season career-high 50 points as the Denver Nuggets crushed the Cleveland Cavaliers 120-103 to in Cleveland. Murray, who scored 50 points in two playoff games last season, surpassed his previous high of 48 points in Denver's 115-107 to win over the Boston Celtics in November 2018. Also, Nikola Vukcevic recorded his third career triple-double with 30 points, 16 rebounds and 10 assists as he lifted the Orlando Magic to 124-120 win over the Golden State Warriors in Florida. To end the news, the top stories once again. The government says its planned digital vaccination record will eventually pave the way for cross-border travel. And a medical expert advising the government on the pandemic moves to allay doubts about the vaccine programme. The news from RTHK. <laughs> Great music coming up. Who's ready for some tunes for your ear holes? Here's one that slipped through the fingers. I can't believe I haven't played this for a while. Here's Bob Seger, Katmandu, right here on Radio 3.
will help fight the virus. I will protect Hong Kong. The government has launched the Leave Home Safe mobile app for everyone to download and keep visit records. Use the app to scan QR codes of venues taking part. Press the leave button when you leave. Visit records will only be kept in your phone. If you went somewhere visited by a confirmed patient around the same